the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Yeah, we've been doing this show a long time. 312-642-5600. We got two hours today. But, uh, Macbeth, we've been doing this on Sundays for a couple of years now, right? It's got to be a couple of years. And what happens when you work with somebody for that amount of time, you get to know them. You get to realize things. And I could tell by that ridiculous look on that big head of yours, you did something stupid that pleases you. So I'm curious to know what that is. But I, I, I have to confess to you, they almost got me. They almost got me. You know, we're stuck in the houses. Granted, I check inventory a lot. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably doing inventory for a few hours a day. So my schedule hasn't <laughs> changed all that drastically. But they yeah. almost got me with the, with the, just take the loan. These loans are here for you. These are loans for you. And, you know, it's 24 hours just locked in, looking at the idiot box and the relatives and the phone calls. And talking the kids about the SBA stuff? I'm talking about, yeah, this whole, how overnight yeah. we're all socialists right. and we're not supposed to recognize it. Maybe Time Magazine was just ahead of their time. And, or was that Newsweek? No, it was Time. And this ridiculousness. Ridiculous. Now, it, we knew that Nancy was going to come out with another one. I didn't think it would be within a week where she wants to double the $2 trillion. And, you know, still no one in talking about the $4 trillion, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that money, those people didn't have to fill out the paperwork and go to SBA.gov. Call your local banker, and he'll help you get the money into your checking account. That money went out the day it was approved. So the guys in the know, the guys with the K Street lobbyists, they're not like me and you and the rest of the small business people that make the world go around. They don't have to go talk to some guy in a bank who doesn't know, by the way. This is my favorite part. I'm not talking to tellers either, buddy. I'm talking to higher echelon bankers. What's it going to be? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Well, what are you going to have to pay back? I don't know. Well, what the hell do you know? What they know is you found a very, very good way to completely overthrow every capitalist, every entrepreneur, every last person who thought there was even a small chance we were not a socialist country. What you did is overnight destroy and imprison the middle class. Overnight. Now, I know it's not, con- you know, I should be mentioning COVID-19. Aren't you watching the news? Aren't you watching the statistics? I've been asking a very simple question. It is a very simple question, and I've asked it to people who are in pretty important positions, and no one can give me the answer. And I'm going to give you the the question, Macbeth. On a normal day in America, 
7,671 people die. On a normal day. Every day in America, that's how many people die. Since this COVID-19... I've already spotted the problem. Which... The numbers are in the wrong order. It's supposed to be 1776. This is America. You'd be ashamed of yourself. I see. I see. Here's the... This is a real problem. It is an infectious, deadly flu, just like H1N1, just like the ones we get every year that kill thousands and tens of thousands and a hundred thousand, all the disease. It's dangerous and it's bad, and I'm not denying it. Make no mistake about it. It is real and it is dangerous and it is bad. But what is the difference in the daily deaths? Can someone give me that? And the answer is, no, they can't give it. Or B, they won't give it. And I tend to think, as I'm watching the news, and I'm watching the the hyperbole and the drama as we get to see of all the, the talking mannequins we call newscasters, we get to see their favorite room in the house as they're all broadcasting from home, and spreading this palpable, terrible, in my opinion, anxiety and fear. I'm sorry. I don't think you can ever over-prepare too much or over uh, uh, make people aware of an illness too much because what you're doing is you are forever breaking the will of the American citizen. I went to a, a grocery store yesterday, McBeth, in the, in the middle of the afternoon. Mariano's right in Elmhurst. And I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like it. It must be what it was like after the wall fell in the Soviet Union and the people went out in, the, in public and they were afraid of everything. I never saw anything like it, and it's a shame. It's actually breaking my heart because what we've managed to, what we've allowed to happen through our complacency or our need to feel safe is we've allowed people who have no idea what they're doing, not just change the economy and the economic foundation of America forever. We've allowed them to change us forever. Now, I believe that Flus and and diseases have always been around since we were crawling around in caves. I believe that H1N1, which, by the way, not a scintilla, not not any percentage of this attention was given to that disease, which I don't think we've reached the numbers of death yet in H1N1. And yet we're turning to these people and these failures in politicians as they point finger and blame, and we're following them around rather than, de- than demanding the actual change in the death rate of America. To me, that's how you prepare for something. Listen, we have this terrible disease, and it's killing a thousand more people a day than normal, or a hundred more people a day than normal. I mean, is that, am, am I being mean? You know, when I bring this up at home, my wife, you're so mean. I'm not mean. I just don't want a a pitch. I don't want to buy a vacuum. I don't need a salesman telling me something or an infomercial. Give me the net change in the death of, of the average American day. And when that fluctuates, I'm going to be very nervous. Because within that statistic that I keep referring to, that's all of it. That's all of the old flus. That's all of the H1. That's all of the cancer and the heart attacks and the diabetes. Because what you learn as you look into these numbers from Europe that panicked us. When we heard Italy, we did the whole show last week on the statistics of every province, how many people die. It's staggering because the average age in Italy is 62. That's the average age. Well, did you see the thing that came out today, too, is uh, Italy's actually releasing their stats, which you can actually trust a lot more than China's. And they're showing that virtually no one 
almost no one who died from the coronavirus didn't have some other illness. That's exactly right. And, and more than half of them had at least two to three other issues, including heart disease and diabetes and hypertension and... Diabetics. COPD, can, stuff like that. People who, who have diabetes, people who have a history of, of different uh, uh, lung yeah. problems, they're in tremendous danger. There's no question about it. Yes. And one of the other reasons that Italy had such high numbers reported is that if you, you know, were looking at the paperwork, right? Here's a, here's a patient. Here's a COVID-19 patient. Did they die? Yes. That's it. It doesn't, it doesn't account for whether or not it was the virus that caused it. We that. have allowed our entire economy to be shut down without very good data. Do you, can you even imagine? Can you believe it's America? You're afraid to leave your house because you fear your government. They're not helping you. J.B. Pritzker isn't helping anybody as he points his fingers at Washington to get kudos in the Democrat mafia fraud party that it is a fraud party. And by the way, the one thing they didn't calculate is that they were going to actually be able to put a camera in that delusional old buffoon. And I don't know how old Joe Biden is, but his brain is 130. I'm not quite sure how physically he's been alive on this earth but his brain is gone it's waiting for rice pudding and a diaper change and the idea that a democrat in good conscience would vote for joe biden you're a fraud if you're a democrat and you think joe biden would really do things for us and really save us you're a liar and you're a fraud and if you were about socialism as a democrat well then you should be happy as a clam because the the largest socialist package was passed by a republican in fact If you're a socialist, social engineering Democrat, what the hell don't you like? You got everything you wanted and more. So you should be happy as a clam. And you should be the one wearing the Make America Great hat again. You should be doing all of it. Because overnight, the administration that took us into absolute and total socialism was a Republican. Just like I called it, Macbeth. Just like I called it. And I have never been prouder of myself for never buying into this nonsense. And if you're one of these people who used to be a Tea Party and used to be a conservative and you sit there and shut up as $6.2 trillion was rammed down your throat and we're all paying for it because you get your $1,200 or your phony baloney loan where Fox News now uses the term free money. Are you out of your mind? You allowed this to do to this country what no enemy could ever do. Neuter the people, break the American will, and forever change the economic system. Forever. Imprison us to our neighbor. That's the foundation of socialism. And isn't that what you've done? And by the way, all these statists out there, all these government people, you don't miss a beat. You don't miss a paycheck. You don't have an insurance cost. No wonder you're in on this scam. Yay, Jelly Belly Pritzker. All he's missing is a hat with a fan on it, for God's sakes. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This country's based on freedom. Are you still under the delusion you have any? Can you even believe this? Oh, I know, it's going to be for your own good. Everything is always for your own good. Just listen to Mother Russia. Am I the only one that remembers when it was run by communists? I'm amazed at this. And the call by these incompetent governors. And by the way, You fraud, you fascist fraud Cuomo. You're the one who got rid of the beds. You're the one who cut the budget. You're the one who didn't do your job 
lazy, corrupt fraud that you are? And now you have the audacity to complain about respirators? What the hell were you doing, stupid? And that goes for you too, fat man. The idea that all of a sudden I have to listen to them tell me don't go to work. What me, did I do? I don't get to, not you, the other guy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> me, don't go to work. You can't go to work. It's too dangerous. Or how about the people that make the decisions that they want to survive? Not all of us have these cushy jobs. Not all of our mommies knew who to ask out. And I cleaned that way up because I was going to get dirty. And we didn't get the Pritzker loin lottery. Some of us have to work. Some of us don't want that government cheese loan. I don't want it. And you go and you got to. Oh, and then if you if you if you use it for rent or payroll, you don't have to pay it back. Well, who does? Who has to pay it back if I don't have to pay it back? The future? Oh, you mean our grandkids, right? Or the ones we haven't met yet? Unlike Pritzker's grandfather, I want to have respect for my grandkid. I don't want to bury him in debt. Sickening to me. This whole thing is sickening to me. And all of these phony, phony Tea Party members. Yeah, maybe it's you've got to think big. Maybe it should be bigger. Well, here's right behind it. Dimwit Nancy Pelosi, who's been drunk since the Bee Gees were on tour. She's got another bill right behind it. It's absolutely insanity. Jim, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, my friend. How are you? Good, good. I've never seen you so more worked up in your whole life, but it's good to hear you. (laughs) you, Jim, you sound like you're sucking on helium. You all right there? What do you got going on? Thank you. Go ahead. I'm good. Anyways, I just tell people, relax and, and ignore the media. Because this is all about making Trump look bad and make make people unhappy. I agree. Thank you very much for calling the show, Jim. And ladies? I think Jim was calling from the future. That's nice, isn't it? Ladies, just be happy no matter how bad it is with the husband. He doesn't sound like a chipmunk. That was some like (laughs) space-time Doppler effect. Say hello to your brother, Alvin. Verlon, how are you? How you doing? How you doing, Sean? I just wanted to say a couple of things. I'm going to say something that I was waiting to say when I came to see you at your shop. But first off, I want to say that this is just politicians showing how much power that they have over the American people. And this is just the first step. They're not showing, you know, they're a, not this, showing Verlon. They're exercising. They're being shown this is how much showing. power they have. You, you're very, you, you're you, very right. You took, our, you took us. Are you nuts? You destroyed us. There's no, all this poppycock you're seeing on Fox Business with Lou Dobbs and his giant head or that limey Stuart Varney, like we're going to start this thing back up again like it's a Camaro. That's fantasy talk, brother. Restaurants are done. Distributors who provide them things, done. That's just one industry. Real estate. Every moron who was late on their rent sees an opportunity not to pay the rent. Done. It's just you can't even fathom the, the, the multi-waves and dimensions of failure here. And they're trying to put a bow but, on this? Come on. We'd be better off with but, the virus. But, but this was a power play orchestrated by the Democratic governors oh. to hurt this economy by shutting down their own economy and, and, uh, and, and, and forcing a bailout for their mismanagement of their states for all of these years. But I'm going to say something now that... I've been waiting to say to you personally, and I was going to say it on radio, but it's best to say it on your show. All right. Donald Trump. It's hard, it's hard for me to say, but it's easy as a conservative. But Donald Trump has just bought the United States of America. This was the first payment. The second bill will be the second payment, which will be the bailout of the states, and the third payment will be infrastructure, and he's going to say he put people back to work, and he saved the economy, and... America is going to vote him back in office because he's going to get the same treatment that Obama got for saving Careful. the economy and the United States. Wow, Verlana, I'm going to take that as the longest apology in history. Thank you. 
Sounds a lot like me right there, didn't he? Because you want to know what people are realizing? There's not another Republican president that could have pulled this off and had so many old-fashioned conservatives say, I guess there's nothing else you could do. Could there's you only imagine? one problem, though. What? He said infrastructure. Oh. Yeah. I've sold monorails to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. And- That's all coming in the infrastructure. Yeah. So we got a $2 trillion. We just spent $6.2 trillion. We got a $2 trillion infrastructure bill. That, that's going to pass like nothing. And Nancy's talking about doubling down. What does double down look like? And remember when all of us were mad? Do you remember when the, the, the debt was at $8.2 trillion and we went crazy? We've got to make sure that we're conservative. Of we course cannot I remember. afford to let this Barack Obama spend and spend and spend. Are you not? Of course I remember when it was 8.4 trillion. Because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. He looks like he was shopping at the dollar store compared to now. Mike, thanks for calling the show. Hey, Sean. Look, I'm more of an economic populist than you are. I don't agree with you on everything, but on this stuff, you're 100% right. And one thing I've always agreed with you on is the issue of civil liberties. We have none anymore. We had one guy in the governor's mansion take away our civil liberties and order businesses to close by decree, and no one even bad an eyelash. We, and the reason for that is because we have no legit opposition party in this state, and we have no legit opposition media. You and Proft and maybe a couple other shows are the closest we have opposition i can't even flip on sports talk radio anymore which i would flip over to for an escape sometimes without hearing their hosts praise how well uh whitefoot and pritzker are doing and i knew those guys were they were all uh democrat uh nanny staters from chicago they largely stay out mike of i just want you i just want to they, point we can't do that anymore i just want to point out one thing to you how crazy this time in our in our history is we are t- sure. have the same politicians that are saying this virus is very dangerous. We need to release the prisoners. Is saying if you take your yeah. family for a walk on the beach, we'll arrest you. That is true Gestapo stuff, brother. Yep. That that's not just picking and choosing which contract you want to give the inside deal to. You're picking and choosing law, and you're implementing it and using it as a spear. You're going to release the guy who's already been convicted, and convict the guy who went for a walk with his dog, buddy. This is something the Germans couldn't have pulled off. Thanks for calling the show. We got time for Greg? Greg, Real thank quick. you so much for calling, Greg. Hey, Sean, how are you? Wonderful, thank you. You know, you you cannot wrap your head around this. It's wrong on so many levels. It's wrong from just a logical thinking about it standpoint, taking your time, figuring out what the problem is, and then taking the right course of action. No, not done. And you look at the panic that, has been driven into these people. I'm shopping on the weekend. It's like you're on the moon. They're totally people afraid. Mass people. It's it's the fear is it's just it just seeps all over the place. You need a mop to mop it up. And you broke you. And who's who? Who benefits from this? It's these scalawags yeah. that are going to make a million on this stuff. Oh, they're going to get their they're going to get their own and they're going to run to the federal government and say, "I need a bailout. I can't do it on my own." And we need people, we can't go to vote, right? We're going to have a mail-in vote. How's that sound? And we need more money. We're going to go after the people with the Second, second Amendment rights. We're going to Greg, it's all. Uh, yeah. It's forever changed the course of our nation. There's no question about it. You are, if you've ever had a question, government's job is to protect our rights, not take them away in America. Anyway. You fool. You don't believe that. Do you, do you realize what they've done is you don't have the right to your own life on any level anymore? 
on any level anymore. We were a hybrid socialist before. This is hardcore. And they're telling you it's for your own good. Now, you could suggest you could give advice. You cannot coerce and you cannot force. That's what those are the only things they've done. Coercion and force. That's what the American government has become. Now, if people want to stay home and they're sick and they don't want to take a chance, then by all means, brother, do that. Protect yourself. But you can't force me into bankruptcy. And you, you and then you're out this. No, no, no. Don't worry, big guy. We know you've got three businesses that aren't open or we won't let you work, work them. Just take a loan. I don't want a freaking loan. I don't take that. And you're not going to sell it on me as if I deserve it or I have it coming. That's how you buy scumbags with welfare. Look at how this has forever changed the mindset of the actual conservative before this. I'm talking about, I know these people. I've been to these events now for seven years, eight years, ten years. Good people. You know, go ahead, take the money. It's free. I had a guy tell me who I like. What do you mean it's free? I said, there's no free. Well, let's let's get on that because we had just enough time for John. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. John, how are you, John? Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, hey Sean. Hey, uh, when you see two million and four million and six trillion, and 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 you look at all the states who declared a, a stay-at-home order, all of them were Democratic governors, huh. and and basically they they achieved in in less than three weeks uh, what they could have never have hoped to achieve, and that's uh, the 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 entire United States being indebted and and enslaved to their uh, to the to the government. Dollar. And they get to do it behind the shield of virtue by hiding their inadequacies inadequacies and their failure of doing their job. This is the greatest thing to happen to a scumbag who failed at, at his job in politics. This is unbelievable to me. You're gonna get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. But you never stop listening to them clinking. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So a very good friend of mine texts me. You know, I thought you liked Trump. What are you doing? Don't you like him? This isn't about liking a president, man. You know, this is this is why I I kind of recognized it early on that people were because they cared about the guy, they liked him, they sympathized with him, which I, by the way, nobody was a bigger Trump supporter in the 80s than me. There's nothing. I, I, I read about him when he first came onto the scene. I was fascinated with him. I'm in real estate. I have, you know, I understood what he did, but this isn't about a man. Trump is a stitch in time, whether it's four years and I hope to God it's eight years. Believe me, compared to this moron he's running against or the entire party of absolute fraud, deception and mafia lies. I want him to win again in November. But it's, a, it's irrelevant at this point. It's irrelevant because the, the system of our government, the system of our economy are forever changed. We knew this when Bush exploded the debt. We knew what it meant. Those of us that remember September 11th remember how drastically our lives changed. And they don't ever change for the better of the citizen. They change for the better of the insider, of the corrupter. The citizen loses more privacy. The citizen loses more rights. The citizen loses more opportunity each and every time. And here we are again. The only change is that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, before I would come on here, 
all through this nonsense socialism and this phony altruism and this idea of words like fair and America first and all that, as we as we watched people just get into this concept that we are somehow a society before we are people on a country that's based on people before the society. So forget about that. We could blame the educational system or the lack of interest. But what, what we're seeing now is the party that used to put up some sort of a resistance to the Barack Obamas of the world. Fold in. Barack Obama could have never done to America what's happened here. Hillary Clinton could have never done it. We would have fought her tooth and nail. Nobody would have cared what Jeb Bush said. He's a moron. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. So to me, I'm glad he won. No, I, the Duchess of Chaffington was not in my best interest. Didn't care for her. Dawn's call actually follows uh, follows oh, your train of thought right. there. Yeah. By the way, I, we had a lot Completes of calls. your thought. I love the calls. If you care to participate, it's 312-642-5600. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Even the crock, is it too uh, early for the for the drunkens? Uh, it's never on a Sunday. Well, now that no one's working and the only thing that's essential is a liquor store, I'm assuming a lot of yeah, people Yeah, we're not on at 7 in the morning, so right, yes. Dawn. If you can see the numbers, dial us. Hi, Dawn, how are you? I'm kind of in shock by what's going on right now, but... Here's, here's what I am hopeful about. I think that more than ever, people are going to reject socialism. <laughs> I see women fighting over a loaf of bread <laughs> Dawn, and, 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 and hamburger rolls, and they're going on Facebook and complaining about it. Yeah, but Don, that's, that's just the one little tidbit of socialism. That's just what happens when I, things I are know. run poorly. We're but already look, socialists, kid. Well, I the mean, litmus I test, Sean, might be how well people take the Bernie Sanders um, at this point versus Biden. I don't is he still know. alive? I don't know. Are, is there still a primary? Is anything going on? Listen, but, you have to be so embarrassed is, if you're a Democrat. I think it, it would be hard if you're trying to choose between Biden and, and Bernie at this point because you're going between malfeasance and incompetence. What? Let me ask it this way, Don. What has Trump done that the Democrats don't want to do? Great question. Okay. First of all, I think that Trump is between a rock and a hard place. I know. Just give me the... At first, in the beginning, I... Don't give me the polish, kid. I'm not buying a Ford. Come on. (laughs) I think he's between a rock and a hard place, in in my opinion. What you need here is this undercoat. Listen, I get the rock and a hard place, right? clear coat's really the key. I get it. You got everyone to choose. But where's the principle? But you know what? You know what? I think it's going to happen. I think people are going to go store crazy. I think if they try and impose any more restrictions after April 30th, people are going to go nuts. I think you're going to see people say, you know what? I'm my own person. I'm going back to work. This is what I'm doing. I think it's too little too late, though, kid. The American will, too. Well, it's too little too late. Lose. Here's what you do. when you. Here, I'm going to tell you how you corrupt the neighborhood <laughs> in a mafia town. And, I'm gonna t- and, it, and, and here's the thing. It works around the world. Here's how you do it. I work for the CIA. Yeah, you, you make the people feel like they benefit on some level from your corruption. So that's why this push well, that's was... was corruption. But that's why this push... We're going to send you $1,200. Shut up. Sure, we're going to send it to the guy that punched a nurse in the face and a nurse. Ridiculous. We're going to both give him 1200 Sure, we're going to give it to the drunk at 630 in the morning and the girl who sells her to booze. Okay, just don't focus on it. <laughs> we're going to give everybody $1,200. you are all going to shut up. You're all going to shut up. And we're going to cook up $4 trillion 
to these guys over here. You know the guys that worked at Goldman Sachs that are in the Fed now. That'll go back to Goldman Sachs. That they and and the loans they get, they're not like the ones for the hairdresser, for the for the hardware store salesman, for the cigar shop owner. They're not like that. Those that money goes out tonight, boys. Oh yeah. We'll make these idiots out there in the public. We're gonna make them jump through hoops. Now we're gonna tell them we're gonna help. We'll make it two pages of hoops. But what is the hoop? The hoop means I get to say who gets it and who doesn't. And how are we going to do it? Are we going to have a big board? No. We're going to have one guy, one ex-Democrat, Goldman banker by the name of Steve Mnuchin. He'll do it all. And here's the conservatives. Okay, that sounds good. What the hell is wrong with you people? 312-642-5600. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Dude, it's the perfect storm. You make everybody stay home, and everybody has to watch the idiot box. Before you know it, everybody's an idiot. And they just listen to the just 24 hours. You know, as men and women. Our job is to look after our kids, right? You want your kids to grow up. You want them to, you know, be aware, be conscious of things that could go wrong. But do you want them afraid? And I thought about it. Who, who, what nations want their children afraid? All of the despotic, totalitarian, government-first nations. And as I sit here and watch, I don't know what happened to the Liberty Caucus and the Congress. I don't know what happened to Mike Lee. He got a pulse somewhere. I don't know what happened to all of the people who used to say, this is about America honoring the rights of the individual. As they've said nothing. Are they just afraid to be ostracized? Did you get used to it? I've been ostracized my whole life, big guy. I like it this way. But to go home and see your kids afraid, what's going to happen? And they're nervous. Don't go out, Dad. I'm going to work. What do you mean don't go out? Yeah. I'm, yeah like I got a problem said, with that, man. On one hand, my decades of social distancing are paying dividends. Yeah. Right. Um, but on the other hand, yeah, I mean, you got this sort of, I don't know if it's healthy for us to, uh, you know, and I don't want to sound like some weirdo, but but I don't, I don't think it's very healthy for us to not have contact with, with our neighbors and our friends. And then every day, I've got this half-man Pritzker, this joke of a man, of a human being. Comes out and bullies everybody around. You can leave. You know what? You're going to stay in your house another 30 days. Who's going to make me? I can't believe we're in this predicament. Then I got the other one impersonating a man with her little midget costume on, pretending to be everybody's dad. Lightfoot. Oh, I'll, I'll have you arrested. Why don't you arrest the crooks? I wonder, what's the shootings going on now? Is it any less? How about the break-ins? You release the prisoners from the prison. Do we have an updated crime statistic of burglaries, robberies, and stick-ups since you released all the prisoners for their health? See, in my world, we should be testing this on the prisoners. Let's figure out how to work a, a, a virus by infecting the prisoners and seeing what works on them. People don't have the courage to be free anymore. They want to be protected, even if it's by these half-men and sexual deviant freaks that we pretend are politicians. They just want to feel safe. Do you feel good now? When you see J.B. Pritzker out there, minus his little cap and fan, do you feel safe when he tells you it'll be okay? 
We got money and we got respirators. They're on order. I know that's my job to do it, but it's far easier to blame that guy in Washington. And it makes me look important. I can make fun of somebody, his son-in-law. I make fun of his son-in-law, too, and I do it better than you, fatso. That's what happens in real life. I'm so sick of pretending that these idiots have the authority, which unfortunately they do. You know what? I'm so sick of accepting it. I don't know how this happened. I cannot believe I have to be worried about leaving my house that I was given travel papers. This is it's like Germany, for God's sake. I think it just allows me to uh, make a lot of Indiana Jones jokes, so that's fine. Yeah, tells you how good the system is when they're giving them to me. I'm Tom, focused on the important things. Thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Uh, well, gentlemen, thanks. Um, you know, listening to uh, some of the people that call in, it, it never fails to make me uh, oh, we had good way. We had good calls, though. We had everybody agreed. Sure. Well, I'll comment on right. that. Uh, when I hear people that are from the right or center right and they're Trumpsters and they want to talk about Bernie and all this, but when you talk about uh, President you? Trump that campaigned on not touching entitlements, <laughs> Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and then he gets elected to office and proceeds to enact tariffs across the board and then uh, make a bailout to the farmers bigger than what President Obama did to the auto industry. That is economics 101 textbook socialism. But because they're Trumpsters and cult 45ers, and they don't understand. See, you're not going to get anywhere though, calling them names. Them. You're not going to get anywhere yeah. calling them names. The, the age of catchphrase well, radios. You know, and that's the problem because the reality is, that, listen, people get backed into a corner. People react too fast. People get backed into a corner. Listen, they, yep. they know this. They you heard you heard people who supported this guy left, right, and center. What, what did Verlon is the best example of it? He just said, you know, it's starting to sound like you're right. I mean, it's. You know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he but, said. Yeah, he was echoing. He's not in on this. And you know, Tom, if you're really going to change things, it isn't going to be taking your five libertarian friends and saying, that's it, we're going to start a new... Fr-. And I'm on that team. I'm one of those five friends. But what, here's the reality. You're going to have to show people through learning, through failure. It's like raising kids. I, everybody's got the one kid. The stove is hot. They're going to touch it anyway. Everybody's got the one kid. Go ahead, burn your finger. Well, you know, you, you, you're right. Maybe maybe uh, we calling people names is not a, an effective and persuasive. It is when you way. call them. It's, it's 100 percent appropriate. Yeah, and but I'm it's not also, above it. It's also yeah. It's I just called JB Brisker. Fatso. I'm not above it. Yeah, I'm Sean, not above anybody. Sean chooses to call. Uh, I like calling names. I'm mean. Yeah, I go after the wife. You know, President Trump called the Never Trumpers human scum. Okay, and these people support him. I'll own that. So I'm supposed to put my tail between my legs. Listen, you know, I mean, give me. I like it when a guy like insults me. I always did. I do. You know what? You know if why? You I saw look for some... that glee in his wife's face when I see her. Think, like think about think about the mental image you get when you think of human scum. When you just think of the word scum. Now, if you saw two hundred and eighty-five pounds of scum coming at you yeah. on, on the street, that'll make you'd you cross run, the street. right? Yeah. yeah. Fear me. That's I am the look human you're scum. For. Tom, I get well, it. Well, that's what it, the president. That's what the president thinks of us. Well, he's and his supporters support him. So, you know, well, it kind of what goes around comes around. Listen, but this is you and I. Here's the problem, too, Tom. Thank you, by the way, for calling the show. Maybe it's me. I, am I the only guy that ever dealt with people trying to sell you something? Yes. My whole life I deal with people no one, trying to sell me something. No one else here's has how, ever Here's how infa, infa, what's it called? infomercials, infomercial salesmen, car wow. salesmen, uh, people who are selling big ticket items. Yes. What they do is they have this little trick. I'm going to tell everybody because I, I always was sickened Good, by this. 20 seconds. All right, we're going to do it when I get back. <laughs> I was always sickened by this, and it's why I never practiced. Do you know how many yeah. salespeople have scripts? What the hell oh, kind of person are you? I used to you have be a that script? Yeah. That's a scumbag. So when somebody like that doesn't think highly of me, that's a badge of honor for me. 312 642 5600. See you in Ukraine soon.
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Lines are open. 312-642-5600. I have to tell you, first experience, this is why I have a lot of contempt for people that are pulling a scam. They just stop at people. And that's why I don't like politicians. They're all pulling a scam. And they have this thing they do when they meet you. Politicians and salespeople have this in common. It's called mirroring. And they, 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 get to, they let you talk a little bit. And they mirror every third or fourth word, and they go off on a point, so you agree with them. And then they have these things, they're scripts, that you, you kind of stay within the parameters of the script. Now, see, I'm lucky. I didn't have to go into sales in life. I never had a job in sales. You said mirroring. Mirroring. I thought you said mirroring. I thought that, okay, see, mirroring is when you go up into space and you almost kill your crew and then you burn up on reentry. Yeah, listen here, Scooter, just save that for later. So the, no, this is radio. You need to actually utilize the English language, Sean. The, I'm sorry. The thing that, it, that happens is it's a trick to get your confidence. Yes. And once you have that confidence, once they have you, yeah. that confidence, they can sell you something that isn't beneficial for you. If you watch the first 48... I don't know if you do or not. Not in years, but okay, it used to but, be very good. But it is it it has been a favorite of mine for quite a while. Um, you can see that with a lot of police detectives, good police detectives. If you're leaning on your hand and you're sort of talking, they're going to kind of lean a little bit on their hand. They're going to mimic you in an effort to get you to subconsciously well, think that you are the same as them. They are the same. This is somebody in in your trust here that's that how the can, con man has you of course because he picks up and soon you start to repeat things he says that's why for a week prior to the 6.2 trillion dollars you were hearing on all news radio on all news television think big it's got to be bigger it's going to have to be bigger than anything you're used to and then what happens is good old-fashioned tea party conservatives who used to care about fundamentals and principles of not just liberty but of economics start to mirror that and now they've got you and before you know it conservatives are saying it's got to be big it's got to be bigger and it it drives me insane now when i first i gotta tell you a quick story i like to personalize things so people hate me i uh didn't when i left the mercantile exchange it was the first time i had to get another job yeah so obviously i looked at the what was on you know board there and i said well maybe i'll do insurance but I hate insurance. I hate this. It's a scam. You, it's, ba- it's based you on have the a premise. Philosophical issue I have a philosophical with problem with insurance. Yes. Okay. So then I said, well, I've, I've, been, I've been involved in real estate since I was in my 20s because I grew up in an apartment, never had a house, always if, wanted it, always if, fascinated. If you include vandalism, you've been involved in real estate since, uh, late, since you know, I could walk. late 60s. <laughs> so what happened is I went into sales. And I was lucky enough to know people who had been buying and selling things. I was a registered investment advisor, so I had a very good infrastructure of people I knew. So a lot of people were buying properties and commercial. So I went to work in, uh, for a wonderful guy in Barrington, a wonderful guy. But he owned a big company. And I'm not going to be specific, but the company was kind of like the Scientology of real estate. It was a scam, pyramid schemes, and all kinds of things. They had scripts. So I walk into my first month, and I just happened to really find a very good deal. I called a friend of mine, showed him the house, and this is before anyone knew there was a problem. This is 2005, the, the late 2005. And I sold the house. I was with him for about eight days. So he calls me. He came to his office. He's like, You have one minute. 
how'd you sell that house in eight days? I said, because it's value. And all I wanted to do was bring value. Is a fiduciary, that's the job. Do you realize how many people practice that in the real world? It's about 7%. So the idea that we're going to look to these people who have made a career and a life out of deception, whether their last name be Pritzker or Trump, it's time you start focusing on the principles of the damn thing and stop listening to the sales image. When you catch yourself repeating Lou Dobbs, you've been hoodwinked. 312-642-5600. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. I didn't want the New D Green Deal. I fought against it. Look at what they did. This is, you know what this is? This is the appetizer to the new Green Deal. Yeah. Really is. They finally got the emissions we wanted. Yeah, How's it look? They've, they've the switched, economy shut down. They've switched back to wanting uh, humans to live now so that we can preserve the human race as opposed to wanting humans to die so we can preserve the environment. That's that's yeah. the sort of weird it's, dichotomy there. 312-642-5600. Let's get to Rob. He's been waiting. Rob, thank you so much Rob's for calling the Liberty Hour. Champion of patience. How are hey, you? John, how are you? Wonderful. Good. It's... Uh, it certainly seems to be statistics and fear. We're living in a world of fear. Everybody's afraid of this thing. Everybody hears the statistics about how many people have died. I have family members that I would never would have thought would have caved to this. They won't leave their house now. It's, uh, it's Listen, it successfully, what they, what it successfully done. worked. It's amazing. But here's the thing you have to, you have to fear. It worked, and the, the bill is out there, and the money is going, you know, and it'll be stolen, and yada. But... How are you going to get the American to understand he doesn't need to wait for the government to say it's okay to live? This is now ingrained. And what you've done is you've successfully passed this on to the next generation as our kids watch us, not me, but us, bow bended knee to this. So now in their little brains in the back, when the government tells them, do this, okay. And, And, you know, we were the only things stopping this dream of the socialist from happening and now it's there and once it's there it doesn't ever really go away and when it does go away if you look at these countries that pretend they're not socialists anymore you have a a hybrid oligarch corrupt system there isn't one ex-socialist country that isn't run by gangsters like putin so you know, this is the problem, brother. Estonia actually is a pretty decent leadership. Really? Estonia, Estonia is Isn't okay. Estonia where the banking of the Russians takes place? Probably, but yeah. they're okay. That economy is just a little bit... They, they hate the Russians. the Russians. They really do. Well, everybody hates them until they pay for them. And that's they, what you see here. They, everybody hated Trump. You know, look at this. Look at yeah. all the people hated him. They're yeah. all waiting for the cheese now, baby. Right. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, in Estonia, there's, uh, it's common to see graffiti. Uh, yeah. that thanks the Soviet Union for taking their generation away and sending them to Afghanistan. Rob, 80s. thank you for calling. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. 
All right, and you know what, Macbeth, before we, and I, I want to get to, is it Margaret? Margaret. I want to get to Margaret, but do me a favor. What's up? Because play the Joe Biden clip. I just. You play the Joe Biden clip. All right, I'll play the Joe Biden. You have the power. This is Joe Biden on little Georgie Stephanopoulos' show, and I want you to hear, I wish that Democrats listened. I want them to tell me how in good conscience they could vote for this absolute and total this idiot. kind of frightening. Back in 2014, President Obama's Department of Homeland Security warned that a devastating pandemic was the highest homeland security risk from a natural cause. Should your administration have done more to prepare? Well, we did a lot to prepare, as you know, George. We set up an office within a pandemic office within the White House. We we expanded CDC. The, the uh, in other countries so we could be, in fact, observe, uh, see when things were coming, how things were moving. We put people mm-hmm. in China. We, I mean, we did a whole lot of things, and they got a very detailed breakdown on this by uh, a briefing to the, the, the Trump administration when we transitioned out of office. But the president dismantled almost all of that, and he drastically cut the uh, the budgets for the CDC. Uh, he drastically cut the budget for the uh, anyway. So he, he didn't follow through <laughs> on any of what What's we su- we suggested was a real problem. This is like a take from Forrest Gump, Part Seven. What are you brain. talking about? Yeah. First of all, he's lying. Aside from the fact his overall premise is a lie. They may have made suggestions, but as far as actually stockpiling physical goods, we used up a bunch on. On SARS, we used up a bunch on MERS, we used a bunch on H1N1, and we never never replaced much of it. Listen, it's a shame to watch this old man. And I mean, he's probably, I don't know the guy, he's a Democrat, he's a union payoff scam, his brothers, his sisters, kids all made tens of millions from the corruption. Very hardcore national defense at one point. He's two different guys. But maybe back then, 20 years apart, he had his faculties. This is very clear. Maybe this is very clear that the Democrats put forward for the nominee a man without faculties. Yeah. Margaret, thank you so much for calling the show. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Uh, thank you for having the courage uh, to speak the truth about this. what's going on in our country. Your perception is excellent. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, please don't give him an ego. I'm going to give you my wife's phone number after no. the show. Could you call her? She's still mad at me. Go ahead, though. No, I've, I just, I, it's understandable. Don't for feed this man's that you're ego. It's true. And there's got to be pushback against you for saying that. But I, so I wanted to call and thank you so very much. Yeah. Are you aware of the uh, of what went on in Italy before they had the uh, the breakout uh, of COVID nineteen that they had hugged a Chinese day? Did you did you see that? Article? Oh yes, yes. They had the inter, the the inter, or the interaction with the company that was directly um, in Wuhan, and they had a back and forth a charter flight that went constantly went in and out, and that was where uh, they they have traced a lot of this outbreak from. Yes, I am aware of that, and you know right. It's terrible, uh-huh. but here's the thing, Margaret. My grandfather, you know, he left Italy, or his 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 mother actually left Italy because Italy was was really gone to government controlled collectivism a hundred years ago, and they left because they knew what the pattern was. So to see the government make these arrangements without much thought, and to see the failure of European health insurance, which is really added to the problem, and then to understand. Yeah. That the average people, the average age of the people that died in Italy, the average age is 78. 
I mean, this all has yeah. to be kind of put in perspective. Margaret, I never thought, I'm 50 years old, a little over 50, and I never thought I would see a, a time in American history when so many Americans were almost afraid to question what the government said. The one thing we know, Margaret, in your lifetime, you've seen it. The government has lied us into three wars, lied us into three wars. They, they, yeah. they have an interaction where the corporatists, they, they rotate. They have revolving doors into insurance companies, weapons contractors, uh, Wall Street. It's all corrupted. And you've got 330 million people that didn't question the government. What, five guys on radio, maybe? It's insane to me that we sit with bated breath as these failures among us rule over us. That's the hard but part. Now the political I'd rather deal with played it. into all that. You realize that? Sure. Sure it has. If I yeah. come on this radio and I say, I'm willing to have it so my kid can be free. Let's see. Test the, the prisoners to see. What are you, crazy? Are you inhumane? You want to know what's inhumane? To enslave one man to another. What's inhumane is to have a few people in government force the middle class of this country into poverty. That's what's inhumane. And Margaret, that's what they did. And you tried to buy me off with government money. You tried to say, I'll get a loan. And if I use it the way Steve Mnuchin says, so I don't have to pay it back. I don't need your stinking money before this. I didn't need it. Now you're going to rule over me. And one man who has a history of corruption and scandals, by the way, if anybody cares to look into this Democrat fraud, is in control of all this money. And all the conservatives, all the Tea Party people, they say nothing. Margaret, that's how you know the argument, the intellectual argument of freedom versus tyranny. It's over with. The people prefer to be safe and taken care of than be free. And we're living in that time, Margaret. So thank you for calling the show. I appreciate it. And that's just the sad reality of things. Look at when you go to the grocery store, look at the fear. This is a flu. People are going to die like they die of the regular flu. People are going to die of diabetes and die of heart attacks and die of car accidents. But they used to live on their feet. Now you want to live on your, you want to survive on your knees. I, 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 it, it, it's, it sickens me because the one thing, even when I disagreed with fellow Americans, the one thing we shared was that belief we were not to be ruled. Even the socialists, they were, they were deceptive enough to think they'd have influence into the corrupt politicians. They were just stupid enough to think that. Well, and they were foolish enough to think that they would have to hide it. We don't have time. We don't have time? No, we will, we will have time in a moment, but we don't have time right now. All right, if you're on the line, please stay on the line. I love the two hours, but I love the phone calls. Yes. Because I have ADD, but it's functioning. Know. You want to know what? This is what happens when teachers it's don't border, get riddling. Borderline fun. Hey, I, for all the people that hate me, I like me. 312-642-5600. And you know what I like most of all? I never buy this BS. And history will prove this to be not only the greatest overreaction, but the greatest atrocity to happen to American by their own politicians. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows the only one, the only business that's going to be more profitable after this shutdown, I got a prediction. You want to, you want to, let's do a little side Liberty Hour bet. What do you All say? All right. One um, fine cigar from my soon-to-be-closed cigar house, if I can weather the storm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use your money to pay you, um, just for the record. And, uh... 
you know, go ahead. What, what, do. what industry? Oh, I'm just going to say uh, online shipping. You know, the, the, these logistics companies, because there's so many people who are just never going to go to a store again. Divorce attorneys. Yeah. Divorce prob- yeah. attorneys are licking their chops. You know what, too? Um, this is a very interesting time where we have completely withdrawn from our communities, but we are totally, totally focused at our families. Right. So you're going to have yeah. a lot of divorce attorneys. You're probably going to have a lot of families that grow Dude, a little bit closer. Yeah. But then, but then <laughs> those are the you liars. Know, what happens when you get back out? I mean, I was 13 once. So were you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You spent a couple of weeks. Just thirteen you know, when I was seven. Playing board games and and video games and and oh, you know going out to the park or whatever, staying away from other kids, whatever the Yo. case may be. Right. You get some weeks off of school. This might feel kind of cool. What happens when you actually get to be around your friends again? Can't. Po- You're never going to want to see your family again in your life. Plus, you can't possibly go through all the trials and tribulations every day in the same room. Right. I don't care how big your house is. Right. And then not think to yourself. And there, there are people who seriously can't. What would make you think that? Yeah, oh yeah, please. Can mean then there's the money problems. Well, money problems and stress. Oh, I don't know if you heard, Sean. Teenage kids, but we are getting twelve hundred dollars checks, my friend. Oh, ooh, I am rolling in it now. No, no, I've got three businesses, so I'm eligible for the (laughs) cheese loans. Oh yeah, and if I use them the way that, ooh, I got two kids. Yeah, you got two kids. I got two kids. Oh, and I'm married. And if we use them... All these bad decisions are coming back to benefit me now. And if I use them to the way I that... my that wife's not listening. ...failure, chinless Steve Mnuchin is, who I would <laughs> never... By the way, I wouldn't associate with that scumbag. I don't care how much money he was in control with. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if I use it the way he says, then guess what? Fox Business says it's free. Ooh. Yeah. Free. You remember uh, not that long ago when, when there was nothing that was free? There was nothing free. Yeah. And the idea that now all of a sudden there's free grown stuff. men and women think it's free. It shows you the disdain you have for your future. Well, that's an oxymoronic willing, statement. Those aren't grown men and women. Those uh, are children. People are willing to rob from the future to pretend that they're still doing good today. Bart, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, Daddy. Oh, you forgot board up services. Yeah. I didn't Ooh, have board up service. Good point. All right, Bart's put Bart on the board ups. All right, we're going to have the only the, the history will show us who's right. We're playing Liberty Hour this Squares. This is a nightmare. I can't, I've said to you since we, we first met, it. how much liberty would you trade for some safety? And this isn't even real safety, and it's so disappointing. I feel like some people got in a room and said, let's tell Americans to cower in place. And you know what and else, too, Bart? Did. You bought them off because you know how many guys out there, you know, uh, McBeth and I were just talking about this. You know how many guys out there secretly, like little kids, just wanted to stay home from school and be told, look at what you've yep. done. You've actually told people, sit on your fat derriere you're and saving you're saving lives. people. Yeah. Sit on your fat derriere and wait for a check. And don't worry, we'll figure it out later. And you've got a nation of cowards. You've got cowards. men. No these, liberty. These are men. Men sitting no, in their house. Men. What do you show? Men. What do you show in their kids? Men. What do you show your kids? <laughs> You know, to me, you, you get up, you know, I, 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 here's the thing. When I had kids, I took it very seriously. It was at that moment I said, okay, I am going to have to live a certain way because I got to show this kid how to act, not tell him. I know, never understood that. I grew up, my old man was a bricklayer in the 70s. They used to have a six-pack at 9 in the morning and then tell you, you know, 
Don't drink or do drugs. Explains my last house. You know what I mean? So I, it never made sense to me. So I just made the decision. If I'm going to teach my kids, you got to have somebody that cares for you and is willing to go to work for you and treat you like a decent person, even though sometimes I swear, you're going to have to live that life. And that's the life I live. Now the government comes in and says, no, no, no. Get back in the house and you stay there till I tell you. Well, who's going to tell me? That that five foot four, three hundred and sixty pound blob in the corner, he'll tell you. you know, and that or the girl in the little men's costume, she'll tell you. You know, when we're talking about like sort of little personal flaws, you said, Yeah, sometimes I swear. Uh-huh. Uh I go back to falling down with Robert Duvall, where he says, Captain, I don't trust a man that doesn't swear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I that, swear that that you need to if you if you're finding somebody, I'm making an actual point here, right? If yeah. if you're finding somebody and you're involved in these business situations and that Now's really a good time to reevaluate who you're partnered with. Yeah. Because now is when things are going to crumble and fail. And this is, this is the time to part ways with people who you shouldn't be working with and maybe engage with people who you should be working with and really taking a look at who you should be trusting. Not to mention, you know, your spouse has to see you working, man. Your spouse has well, to see to at least you see earning, has to see you trying. Right. You've just took a bunch of the entire country and said, sit on your derriere. Well, and that's a problem, too. And you and I have both been married Jesus. for quite a while, right? So th- there is a problem with sort of getting complacent and uh, I don't really have to impress this person anymore, but you kind of do. How do you respect a coward? Especially in a crisis. I don't if you're not good in a crisis, I, I, you're not good. Bart, you have been saying that since we started. I don't know yep. what, I don't know, I don't, I'm going to tell you right now, I honestly think, and this is why I'm demoralized, I honestly think this is the end of the way we knew America. And you and I, and Macbeth, and the women listening, and the men listening, they're just going to tell their grandkids, the kids who were born this year, when they're 20 years old, what's this country going to look like? It's going to look a lot more like a European kingdom than it is America where you were the king of your castle. We are we swapped it out. We are servants, man. And I never was going to yep. take that easily. And you know what? It happened overnight. And to make sure we can never dig out of it, they're throwing around trillions of dollars like millions. What comes after trillion? Nothing. Million, billion, trillion. New what? currency comes Gazillion? after trillion. Slavery. Yeah. Slavery there you go. Nice trillion. job, Bart. See, that's why we keep my life. Thank you, Bart, for calling the show. And that's exactly right. You're enslaved to this debt. Bro. Seriously, what comes after a trillion? Quadrillion. Is it quadrillion? Yeah. I knew the answer. I just We're going to have to get familiar off. with these things. Do at we have some Patrick time for Patrick? Uh, yeah, we got a few minutes. Patrick, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thank you very much for asking. Good to hear. Listen, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm almost 70 years old. And when I was a kid, polio was a big thing. And kids in, in, in grammar school had polio. And the president we had afraid. polio when you were a kid. Yeah. Pardon me? No, I'm just making No, a he's joke. just doing an FDR oh, joke. An aid joke. He likes okay. to interrupt the caller. It's an aid <laughs> joke. Go ahead. I interrupt but, everyone. But, Go ahead. But, Equally. But we weren't afraid, and now I think I've never seen people so afraid in my life, yeah. and it's, and I think that's what they want. They sure. want to be afraid. A feared society uh, is a cowardly society. It, it, but I want to ask I, you I a question. One? Did they make yeah. you stay home from school? Did they make... No. <laughs> No, so no, the, no polio, so polio outbreaks. Was an out, polio was a problem. Deadly. Kids were paralyzed, yep. and they never shut down the schools. And, and not only that, but at the end of the year, in your on your report card was attendance and how many days you missed, and that was something that people paid attention. Oh, to. Can I add one more thing? Yes, please go ahead. I have a small pension from 
when I worked mm-hmm. and I have social security and I'm living fine on that. Thank you very much. I don't need $1,200 from the government. I yeah. don't want it. Don't spend it. Leave people like me alone. I'm doing fine. Yeah. But you know what happens? Why mobsters tip valet? Because they want their car parked up front. Well, you're just getting a little bit of your money back. So Put here's the thing, Patrick. There's, you're one in a million, brother. And yeah. I mean that. You're one in a million. Yeah. Because what this did is buy complacency. Because there are people out there, Patrick, that for $1,200, you kidding me? They'll get on their bicycle and, and ride across the country. Uh, yeah, it, it's never shocked me. Um, at least not recently, what people will do for a small amount of money. And you know what I... I, I what people will do to each other for it's a terrible. small amount of money. It's terrible. It's rotten. Yeah. But here's the other thing I want to I ask. And it doesn't have to be just Democrats, because I put a call out for Democrats, and we obviously don't have any Democrat listeners that want to tell me how they could, in good conscience, support Joe Biden. So I'm going to ask the conservatives, the ex-Tea Party, the new Tea Party, the new conservatives, what are the Democrats going to run on now that the Republicans stole all their platforms. I'm dead serious about Well, not only that, but a How lot of How could a Democrat run? A lot of the platforms evaporated. There's only one Democrat in the entire field of candidates that they've had in this cycle that I would, I would even remotely trust. Tulsi? As, as, yes, as the president in this situation. That's Tulsi Gabbard, simply yeah. because she has a, a proven crisis thinking. Oh. All of the rest of her policies are, are almost... All of them are terrible. I was strictly absolutely go, terrible. I was just going to go with the pantsuit. I really don't care about it. I like the streak in the hair. Well, I'm silly that way. It's a little. Uh, it's a little. Uh, what was know, it, Lily Munster? <laughs> Here's the thing: if I'm going to have a, a tyrant rule over me, I at least want him to be hot. You want? It's a simple. You want an rule. aesthetic tyrant? Yeah. Well, Maybe okay. I could take it a little bit. You know. Um, oh, you're going to take it. But I'm curious. You take it in the wallet. Are, right in the wallet, my friend. I'm a little curious to all the Republicans. Now that we're Democrat, or now that the Republicans are Democrats. No, 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 we're all socialists. We're all socialists. What are the Democrats going to run on? Are they going to out-socialize the socialism of $6.2 trillion and a $2 trillion more to come? 312-642-5600. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So you know what else? A little little loophole. Remember when that phrase was big, loophole? little loophole in the insurance scam for the small businessman. So like a guy like me, I pay for my wife and my two kids. Comes out of my checking account every first, right? In this bill, any cost... Should I contract COVID-19 or my wife and kids is covered by the government. So that 2000 a month, they get to keep any of that. There's no risk to them. This is the perfect umbrella to hide all of the scams that have been lobbying the government. That's why I resisted this bill so much. And the rush by people to pass out the money because you don't ever really get the money. You and your car, you with the small business, you might get it. You might get the money after you fill out the hoops and you jump through the whatever they want you to do. You might get it if they like you. And that whole rumor of free, let's hope to God they don't give it away. Let's hope you have to pay it back. See, in America, if you borrow money, it's a contract. 
you obligate yourself to pay back what you borrow. It's a promissory note. That's why all of the scumbags out there who strategically default debt, they're going to get bonuses. They're going to get the 1200 just like the hard-working son of a gun that never defaulted anybody. This is the, the, the least amount of thought in the largest spending bill on the history of the planet that anyone could ever even fathom. This, to me, is an intellectual atrocity. And I'm going to tell you just how to bring it down a little bit so that everybody can understand what I mean. I want you to think about this story and think about the perpetrator and the victim that get the same amount of money. The nurse who says she was punched in the face by a man who accused her of trying to give him COVID-19 says she never saw it coming. I had a dry cough where I coughed, was still wearing my mask into my elbow, and the gentleman immediately reacted, turning around and accused me of purposely coughing on him to infect him. The nurse who wants to remain anonymous says she was heading home with a co-worker after her shift at a local hospital. I at that point apologized, and I identified myself as a nurse. She apologized. I told him I was very sorry and that I would never intentionally cough on him. Still wearing her scrubs and a mask, in part because she has asthma, the 31-year-old clinical nurse who isn't assigned to care for COVID patients boarded a number three King Drive CTA bus. The ride turned violent in Michigan and Monroe. As he was pushing the door open, he turned around and closed hand fist punched me in my left eye. The Wednesday night attack happened around 6 p.m. and so fast that no one on the nearly empty bus had time to react. The Nobody beating did was anything. reported to transit officials and a police report was filed. The nurse says the incident left her with a black eye and emotionally shaken as she worries about the warnings of the lack of protective gear for health care workers. Yeah, use that to raise money for the health care gear. She had a mask on and coughed into her elbow. And this sick son of a dog punched her in the face. And, the, oh, a report was filed. Let me tell you something. I grew up at a time when men opened the door for women and didn't punch them in the face because they coughed. This is what you've done with this propaganda. You've taken morons and made them violent thinking they're going to get a, 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 a flu. So you punch a woman, a nurse in the face. It is an upside down world. And I got news for you. I'm not accustomed to it. And I'm not going to go quietly into this nonsense. So when they tell me, when I watch, here's the other thing. How much money are they spending on these commercials for all this propaganda? Of I got to pretend Lori Lightfoot's jamming a basketball in her, in her little uh, apartment. And oh, if she makes the shot, I get to sit on my derriere. How stupid are people? So every time I see one of those, I get in the car and I go for a ride. That's how I interpret this, this, inform, this misinformation. I am amazed at the complacency. And now all of a sudden, the, the pressure is going to be put on because it already happened in Washington. It are, or not Washington, D.C., but Seattle, Washington, where their neighbor is reporting on if the, their neighbor leaves the house, they call the government. They call the police. I think my neighbor's going to work. He won't listen. So now you're going to take that and flip-flop it to where those people are the ones that are turned in by their neighbor, just like Havana. This is just like Cuba, man. The only way you get ahead in a communist country is to turn in somebody who's not abiding by the government tyranny. Well, I mean, there's not like old 55 Bel Airs rolling around with Soviet engines. Not yet. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, the line. Tom, yeah, thanks, for, a minute. Tom thanks for calling Hello. the show. How are you? Good. Listen, I enjoy your show. 
I love the responses and the quick repartee. Uh, your conclusions are forthright and pertinent. Oh, thank you. And then would you say those three famous words that all match each other for me that you used to say when you came into the cigar store? Well, well, well. Yeah, this is Tom the Big Guy Michael. Oh, Tom Michael's most charitable man I know. Really. Tom, thank you so much for calling the show. How is it, how is it going with the, out there in the in the world of uh, philanthropy? How much money have you or how much have you done for the nurses and the first responders? We've done a lot uh, even though you know you're in the house. Uh, we've uh, taken care of some kids. Uh, I've got food yeah. deliveries. Oh boy. Uh, doing a lot of things, but a lot of people uh, interestingly are uh, helping me out. Uh, my daughter sends me a thousand word puzzle. Uh, they get food sent in and uh, we're just trying to take care of everybody. I wear the mask. And, uh, what can I tell you? It's good to hear your voice though. Oh, well, thank you very much. And I sure hope you guys are enjoying that Viagra s- subscription. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, Tom, enjoy. Thank you so much for calling. And this, I mean it, ladies and gentlemen, he does the most charity for charity. It's unbelievable. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. All right. So this is uh we got this is our last segment, isn't it? I got to stop. No, this is our second last. Oh, segment. all right. All right. I got to stop saying stupid you things stop to making you me right laugh. as I turn on your Well, mind. there's also some good things you said. For instance, you said something that's very interesting and not not a lot of people thought of. All the court yeah. system is shut down, right? Yeah, I am uh, I actually have to do something on behalf of a relative, yeah. and it's just a waiting game. What's it's that? not urgent, but it's it's. Uh, we have no idea when well, they're going. What's open. that first week in the court system look uh, like? I don't know, but I'm going to be finding out. So I'll let you know. You know, it's it's uh, yeah. The reason I put up a, a fight against this kind of what I think is is absolute, inconceivable, ridiculous financial malfeasance, yeah, is because it has a it has a, a ripple effect, and by the time that pebble hits the shore it's a tsunami when we're talking about this kind of these kind of numbers and the reason i say that and the reason i was a friend of mine texted me he's like god you're you seem really angry at the first segment yeah i i always am because you're angry no i was i was kind of worried about the debt when george bush got elected and that's one of the main reasons i supported w in 2000 he was going to curb the then $5.8 trillion debt. I was going to say, we've talked about this before, but imagine George W. Bush's presidency without 9-11. He had pretty much the greatest plan. He would have been a very conservative guy. And, and probably well regarded probably um, would have, in his time and now. And probably would have dented that debt. And that yeah. 5.8 probably would have been three. One real chance. And you just passed one bill that's greater than that that was. Oh, yeah. You've got people who are supporting it who've never managed to put together $50,000 of, of their own money, mm-hmm. who are talking about spending 80000 of their kids' taxes. Because, by the way, this is the other thing I forgot to mention. Prior to this debt, the individual American, every American, owed the government 76000 That was his, his breakdown of the national debt. Every man, woman, and child. Prior to all these bills that passed. That's prior to the trillion that passed that we don't talk about. Yep. The, the two bills that passed prior to this monster one. And now on top of it, you're talking about another two in infrastructure. And Nancy says another two. Did you know that? Yes, I'm saying infrastructure. It's just Macbeth. So you're going to take that 76000 that when you when you're sitting at home and you look at your kids, 
Each one of them owes that. That's before that. Double it. Yeah. How many of you uh, can write a check for now, 152 grand? The one thing we know about the government is they're never going to really pay towards it, but no. they're going to use it to take what the future you earn. So you've just taken the entire middle class, not the ones that work for the state or the government, I mean, I have a which question. is the state. I just confuse people. Since we're just thinking of things and yeah. we still have to fill the rest of this hour, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happens if, and I'm not saying that there's some sort of trigger at this point, but what happens if the interest that we're paying on the national debt every day surpasses our daily gross product? If we're shutting everything down, what if we're actually paying more interest the answer is, on their national debt than we're actually producing on any given day? What is Venezuela, Alex? Yes. That's what the answer is. Yes. And that's how it looks. So you better get used to that non-toilet paper on the shelves. But here's why I I have you. a number of alternatives. We should do a show on toilet paper alternatives. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. But here, <laughs> Go ahead. there was a call. I had you print this up. Yeah. There was a call for this, and I raged against this when it happened. And it was on September 11th, 2019. And that call, and I don't they think... They their moment, didn't they? Trump says Fed boneheads should cut the interest rates to zero or less so the U.S. could refinance the debt. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. There are still some people out here who think... You're really going to get people to trade a, a 2% bond for a 1.1%? Uh, the national debt isn't a three-flat. Right. In fact, what the national debt is, I think there's a certain ignorance here of what it is yeah. and who you're borrowing it from. There is no Federal Reserve risk. They don't have risk in this game. They don't lose the interest. They don't lose the money. You will pay it today or in 20 years or in 100 years. You will pay interest over and over and over again. It's why people don't want to look at their mortgage and have any idea what amateurization is. There's an ignorance out there that allows you to sit on your hands while these two-bit politicians, and I don't care who it is, whether it's Nancy Pelosi, uh, uh, the, the Republicans pick a moron, or a libertarian, or a congressman, or a, a governor. They're talking about money that they're going to use as a weapon to only take more from your kids. So if you wanted your kids, see, when I grew up, my grandparents, my mother, my father, they wanted more for me than they had. When I had kids, I thought, God, I'm going to do all I can so that my kid will have more than I have. I thought that was the American way. I thought it was so that your generation behind you, you protected them. I thought the whole reason we were on principles of conservatism, of Americanism, was so that the future would be brighter. We've stolen the future from these kids. These bills, this ridiculousness, this complacency has forever damned the future of this of this country. Well, you know, I talked to a buddy of mine who's got a seven year old, right? And I got an eight year old and a two year old, and he's got a seven year old. So we have a lot of a lot of things that we talk about. And one of those things is college funding. He's doing this sort of right, and I laugh a little bit, but at this point, it's, it's fine, whatever. He's doing one of these college savings plans, and he said that that he's looking at it, and inflation is going to outgrow. Dude, plus, they steal the money. Yeah. Don't you remember what was the, inflation the is going to outgrow kid? his his interest? Janulius that worked for Obama. Remember the scandal? Yeah. He stole the money. He yeah. gave it to his friends, and they blew it. Like quarters boil. Jaws Durango and everybody else. These <laughs> con men. Dur- there oh, were really? a lot of a lot of mobbish names. And there. what happens to him? He's a good guy. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. I know we just got the two hours, brother, but I think I want three. I think I want three. I can't wait seven days to get out of here. You're a COVID politician. You feel a little, the, the swift of power, and you say, I need more. But you don't understand. I found a way to not only not pay for therapy, but get paid. For therapy. You see, this? this is all good. Let's yeah, go but to Steve. He's got a great point. The unfortunate fact in that, though, honestly, is that I'm being underpaid as your therapist. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So. Steve, thank you so much for calling. How appropriate, that there, how appropriate that there was just a retirement add-on. You know, the money that the state is not going to get in local governments, they're not going to get from the regular stream of revenue they have because everything is shut down, is going to blow up the pension system in the state of Illinois. Yep. And I don't think the state of Illinois is going to be able to survive it. Steve, here's the thing. I would, first of all, your premise is 100% right, and I'm not questioning it. And I would agree with it except for one thing. I got five words for you. It, Federal bailout. It, no, it never was real anyway. <laughs> It never was. I understand. You know, Steve, here's the beauty of this pension scheme. And this is truly, you tell me that criminals didn't come up with this. It has nothing to do with return on investment. None of the kickouts have anything to do with the actual investment. It's all based on nothing but a scheme of taxation. And this is, here's the problem, Steve. I would be in your corner 100% and licking my chops, waiting for it to implode. But every dollar they don't make is another dollar they simply tax. Yep. So yep. this... I understand. It this, is a tax. This isn't bad the for them. It is a tax oh, already. Yeah. This isn't bad for them. It's bad for us. They don't make yep, this money. Exactly. They don't make this money. They're not going to say, okay, you got us. When the is jig it ever, is up. When is it ever good for us? People, people will be... Reti- people will be... Uh, papering wallpapering their their kitchens with their retirement checks i'll tell you what though the good thing about these south american dictators at least they have good facial hair you think some wimp some chubby pubescent wimp like jb pritzker could gra- grow a mustache like maduro you know i wallpapered a bathroom Thank a few you, years Steve. back in uh, canadian cash canadian money and now it's worth more than the dollar so i'm thinking about maybe i should take that the steam that wallpaper well off. wait a minute there's a little secret going on it's a joke by the no, way no, no, i, I not line my bathroom but do cash. you know it almost was worth equal to the dollar yeah do you know it, right it, well it was actually it surpassed for a little bit do you know what it is now uh probably 85 percent. 71 cents yeah they're, they've got yeah, big dropped. problems. It, well, they've got the socialized health care that, that they can't, people can't get seen by a doctor in regular circumstances. This so. is why I didn't fear this COVID. Yeah. We have more health care at our CVS yes. than these countries that we're using as measurements well, that's have in their entire system. That's why you look at the difference between what Germany is doing and what Italy did oh. or what France is going through. Yes. And before I, I... And then Sweden. We didn't even talk about Sweden. You know I own high tide cream, Right. Uh, yeah, you told me about that. I donated, I'm very proud of this, by the way, and it was a guy that works with me. We donated 100 jars to Northwestern, to Rush, and uh, I think UC for the nurses for their hands. There you go. So check it out if you could support us. It's hightidecream.com or hightideproducts.com. It's an all organic. I have both the, the CBD hemp infused and the non. All organic, all vegan tested phenomenal vegan tested it is and you know the nurses got me sold when you get compliments from nurses i'm really high on this product get it high tide yes i got it trying to work with you people i got come on you all got it you shut down my damn businesses i gotta pedal the one that's open (laughs) i've had a great time we're gonna uh, nice try sean we're gonna be back next week and that's mike gallagher actually talking to me 
I'm very proud of that. Car. Sean from Elmwood Park. I love that. I've had a yeah. great time at AM560. I want to thank Jeff Reisman. And it's his birthday today. It's Happy it? birthday, it Jeff. Facebook didn't tell me that. Yeah, they should have known that. I you want to do wish him happy birthday on Facebook? I do it on the air, baby. Well, no, but I, I rely on Facebook for all of my vital information. That's and obviously your workout routine. Sean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my it, workout routine is definitely digital. I just do it on the touch screen with my finger. Okay, we forgot another good bet for the what's the under over on the average weight gain from the COVID nineteen sequestration? No! Oh, can you imagine? I say it's thirty pounds of family. Easy. A family? A family. Oh, easy. Yeah. All right, very good. We'll see you next week. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.